Hello everyone, so here's more of my journey on my sexual discipline. I refuse to travel to continents, islands, countries, states, cities, and counties that ban abortion, that ban contraception, that ban premarital sex, that ban fornication, that ban cohabitation, live together unmarried, that ban homosexuality making it criminalized that ban transgenderism making it criminalized and that have laws that glorify ableism and disability discrimination and lastly They have laws that are racist in nature. So there's a lot of European countries and continents I will not attend. Majority of the African countries I will not go. The Middle East I'm not going. taking every opportunity to go to the red states Bible Belt states and ultra conservative states I'm not heading there each and every Caribbean island no way Indonesia, India, not going to happen. Certain parts of South America. I'm staying out. And certain countries in each continent as a whole. I don't make it my business to congregate over there. So that means that my lovers are greatly limited enumeration. I understand that as a morally excellent person that I am, I recognize that I'm paying healthy sexual costs, metaphorically speaking. I am costing myself sexual praise 
sexual acceptance, sexual status, sexual acclaim, sexual receptions, sexual approval, sexual situations, sexual things, sexual people, sexual events, sexual environments, and all forms of materialism that are centered on sex. I'm paying hefty sexual integrity prices, allegorically speaking. And that is something that I'm proud of. There are some people who look at me and get automatically sexually attracted. And once they hear me tell them who I really am, they'll be sexually repulsed by me for the rest of their lives. And I am honored to pay that sexual price tag too. I know I'm sexually priceless. I know I'm priceless. But I do recognize that for me to be openly who I am, and I'll mention this briefly because I said it so many times on episodes, for me to be openly autistic, openly black, openly queer, To be open about surviving child abuse, adult abuse, to be open about surviving broken home, dysfunctional family, to be openly about surviving mental health challenges, racism, ableism, and organized crime. And for me to be open about surviving sex crimes and violent crimes. I understand that having morally excellent lovers who specialize in me and all things me, it's even harder than trying to find a needle in a haystack. And it's it's much slimmer than slim to none. And I do understand that those are prices, sexually speaking, for me worth paying. I understand that my desire to reform adult entertainment so it could be accommodating, reasonably speaking, to survivors of sexual issues, sexual conflicts, sexual problems, sexual habits, sexual hang-ups, sexual hurts, such as myself, 
offends a lot of people who want the adult entertainment industry to exclude people like me. I understand that majority of people in the porn industry and the sex industry and I said this briefly it's the last time I'll say it if I do say it again it will be a good guess but majority of people in the porn industry and sex industry are not used to a person like me so They wouldn't understand my wanting to reform the adult entertainment industry so people like me can be easily safeguarded internally and externally and not just sexually. So most people in all industries don't understand my thought patterns and all the pathologies of me. They wouldn't understand my extraordinariness when it comes to sex, when it comes to money, when it comes to advocacy, when it comes to any sub in all subjects, they wouldn't understand. So, some may lash out at me because of it. Some may find me unattractive and sexually hideous because of it. Some may distance themselves from me altogether, not want to talk to me virtually and in person. Very few will say, you know what, I want to be his sensitive lover, 100%. I want to advocate with him 100%. I want to learn how to have the Antonios of the world belong. And I want to learn how to like him unconditionally. I want to learn how to love him unconditionally. I want to learn how to respect him unconditionally. I want to learn how to protect him unconditionally. I want to learn how to Make sure it's full independent living. It's totally sound. Very few. I say less than very few would actually make those wise moves. So. Being me, there's a lot of prices to pay, and I told you some of them, I'm going to tell you the rest of them right now. So, because I'm a global humanitarian, and I'm a global social justice warrior, many entities, religious and secular, will see me as their public enemy number one. So because of that, I will not be the sexiest, I will not be the sexiest person alive to them. In body and in soul, 
I will make them feel nauseous because I oppose their global social injustices and I oppose their global inhumanity. So will I be making enemies? Yes. Not from a bullying standpoint, but when you take a stand or take a knee for uprightness, then there are going to be those who will see you as your enemy, even though that was not my purposeful intent. Of course, I'm well protected. I don't put my protection in harm's way because I don't put myself in harm's way. But I do understand that as a public figure, one that takes public stances on the justice issues of our, our planet, That means that the hecklers and critics and naysayers and detractors and haters will do everything they can to keep people from being attracted to me. And they'll do everything they can to smear campaign me, to assassinate my character, to have me a victim of their libel and slander and defamation. I have legal resources, so I'm not worried about that. And these legal resources are awesome, so I'm really not worried about that. But because I use social media and because my podcast is global and my books, when I do more books, they'll be global too. Of course, there are going to be some hard hearts against me, and they will openly state their hard heartness against me, whether through keyboards or through their actual mouth mouths. So, will there be people who would say, "I would find you attractive if you would remain silent on our justice issues"? I would find you attractive if you were public, but you were G-rated. Or, I would find you attractive if you didn't go public. I would find you attractive if you did go public. But, you say everything we want you to say and don't tell us what we need to hear. I recognize that that does happen. I also have to recognize some people say, I would find you attractive if you weren't autistic. I would find you attractive if you weren't black. I would find you attractive if you weren't queer. I would find you attractive if you didn't overcome all the things you just said you overcome. That means organized crime, child abuse, adult abuse, sex crimes, violent crimes, broke home, dysfunctional family, racism, and ableism, mental health challenges. 
if I didn't have these things that people go, well, I would like you. You know. I embrace the fact that everyone is attracted to me and I embrace the fact that I'm not attracted to everybody. I have standards. Excellently high standards. And I do understand that um, in regards to my being me, that Some people may not like how I talk, how I sound, my voice, how I look. And anything about me and everything about me. Some people just go, ugh. And I've learned not to be offended by that because I'm not anymore. And I've also learned that... um, Being who I am, honestly, makes it, I dare say, impossible for me to get married and have children and to be a pet owner. Here's why. When you spend more time on the road than at home, when you have a chosen family tree friends who spend more time. As I was saying, because I understand that it's impossible for me to be married, to have children, to be a pet owner, explain why, let me re-explain everything. When, when I spend more time on the road than at home, when I have My chosen family, true friends, spending more time with me on the road than at home. Then I really won't be able to have any private time with my life partner. And raising kids on the road than at home, for me, potentially can cause the trappings of celebrity culture to happen to them, like relying on tutors, not being an actual school, Um, being around adults more than kids, and growing up too fast instead of growing up decently, and being concerned about what children will be concerned about those are the other reasons why I don't procreate or be a parent at all because I've learned that when kids are constantly traveling to stay in hotels and motels and to stay in the lodging or other people's homes constantly squeezing in 
and constantly scheduling them in would be impossible for me. That's why I wouldn't have, because pets, they would cost me much because they would stay dirty because pets are so, I love nature, but they're so into nature and they're so into, you know, moving around so much and hyperactive, not hyperactive, but it can be very costly. And plus I got to clean up their, their dog or animal waste form. That would be a hassle. And to be a pet owner, travel all the time. You got planes. Ugh. They would be disturbing other passengers on the plane. Like, I just can't. So it would also be impossible to have sex. Because it's like, okay. If I got, you know, my colleagues are nearby. My chosen family, true friends are nearby all the time. I can't have sex with my life partner. And because the kids are around, it makes date nights and sightseeing and alone time with partner impossible. And then we have a pet. Oh man, it makes everything impossible. Plus, when you have, um, The reality of being a public figure also, a lot of people would not respect my committed union with my life partner. They would try to get me to cheat on my life partner with them. And they may write salacious and false tell-all books about myself and them, even though there's no evidence to support anything they're saying. They, I might get these, these ridiculous love letters and these stalking-centered cyber messaging because in their minds, Oh, I'm going to have you. I don't care what you say. You are mine. That could happen to me. So one of the reasons I choose not to get married because when you're extraordinary and you're not the norm, don't get me wrong, I'll be well protected in a community union. I'll be well protected with those family, true friends. They got down on lock for me. We got the resources to protect me. I'm not a cheater. I'm not somebody to cheat with. But what I am, and I am excellent life partner material. I understand that. But it's much easier for me to be protected from that by simply not being in any kind of committed relationship whatsoever. Married and unmarried. And... My children, I wouldn't want to bring them on earth because you have people in this world who would not respect the privacy of my children, photographing them, taking pictures. They would do that with my life partner and they would do that with my pets. There's no respect for privacy when you have your own family. 
So it's much easier to say, I'd rather deal with the headache sometimes of being photographed when I don't want to and the headache of occasionally I got to go to legal resources to help me out. It's much easier to deal with those mind grains, single, child-free, and no pets, than imagine constantly apologizing to my kids and not feeling good about fully protecting them because I can't always control who's going to take photographs of us everywhere we go. So I had to think about this kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong. I know that what other people do doesn't make me a bad parent, doesn't make me a bad life partner, doesn't make me a bad pet owner. I get all that, but still it's a lot easier to deal with these kind of stuff when I don't have anyone to come home to, when I don't have an animal to come home to, when I don't have young ones to come home to. It's a lot easier to fulfill my purpose Single, child-free, and a, and a pet, and pet-free too. And it's much easier to do when I live alone, you know. But living with others, in this case, it would just be a constant nightmare to be featured in media. And um, he didn't consent to it. It's harder to deal with that when you're a family man for myself but um, for me um, not being a family man in the traditional way the typical way it's a lot easier to deal with the tough rough parts of being a public figure Um, so then I've noticed um How I've been thinking, how I've been feeling. And I'll close with this. And I'll continue on tomorrow. I recognize that... um, Like paparazzi, right? One of the reasons why... I decided to go back to my original perspective and stay there permanently of having less than tiny amount of sex partners is because paparazzi may try to film and publish sexual well, healthy sexual liaisons in my case, without my permission. As a public figure, people watch who you talk to. They watch you virtually and in person. They may get the wrong ideas about smiling and laughter and may try to make insinuations that they shouldn't. And also, they may misrepresent interactions. They may try to tell the press what is untrue. 
that person, those people could have been genuinely fans that didn't have any ulterior motives, but now you're defaming the character of my fans. And now you're causing them emotional distress in me too. And now we gotta legally get up, go after you. They may put me and my fans' um, pictures on the web without our permission. Okay, let's say I had a fan and we were attracted to each other and there was no trauma, no drama at all. The issue is the paparazzi likes to spy on people sexually. When you probably figure people love to try to sexually spy on you. They may try to ask you questions that are inappropriate in nature, sexually speaking. And I decided that I have to really limit my partners less than tiny amounts because of the fact that there are sexually scandalous people out here. And those kind of people, I do my damnest to stay the fuck away from them. And I also do my damnest to stay the fuck away from people who would try to present me false paternity suits and false paternity tests. You know, trying to Maury show me, trying to Jerry Springer me, trying to Steve Wilkos me, trying to Judge Judy me, trying to Judge Mathis me. (laughs) And, you know, these false pregnancy tests. I mean, this, these, these things happen in that world also. I've learned that my sexual decisions can cause negative, sexual negativity in other people. I recognize that my sexual decisions, if I'm not careful, can cause sexual duress and sexual stress and sexual chronic chronic stress in myself and, and many others, if I'm not sexually careful. And I've learned that I don't want to create sexual trauma complexes in anybody, not even me. Um, But I'm very sexually prudent. I'm very sexually cautious because I'm very sexually careful. Because ultimately, I am sexually integrous. I also must say this, when I'm very sensitized to non-consensual film screenshots, non-consensual paparazzi photographs, non-consensual upskirts, um, non-consensual snapshots which shows genitalia nudity, non-consensual nude photo shoots, non-consensual 
stolen private materials, non-consensual photos or videos released online by recipients, non-consensual fake or doctored photos, and non-consensual wardrobe malfunctions, and non-consensual celebrity sex tapes. These are all the issues that can happen when it comes to the type, all the types of nude celebrity media that wasn't completely agreed upon. Personality rights and privacy laws are what I'm sensitive to. And what I'm also sensitive to is um, the celebrities deal with this the most. The issue of digital sex crimes, meaning the online posting of revenge porn and hidden camera recordings. So people have to be mindful of this and all these things as public figures, whether you're a global public figure or a non-global public figure. And some people may want to sexually wire, tap you, sexually bug you, sexually record you, sexually film you, sexually watch you. You may have non-consensual deliberate voyeurism, non-consensual deliberate exhibitionism happening. So these are the things, all the things that all public figures should be compassionately concerned about.